I'm Mario Munoz, reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. At a recent meeting of the Rio Grande Valley Metropolitan Planning Organization, Texas Department of Transportation engineer Pete Alvarez expressed his concerns about priority projects for the MPO. We have projects that were identified back in 2000 that are still being worked on today that have not been delivered. So people have asked, well, how do we get more money from Texas? Right? How do we get more money from Texas? We gotta deliver these projects, folks. Enough. We gotta do our part, and that includes Texas. We take full responsibility and accountability for the things that we are responsible for. But if we're gonna sit here as a policy board and make a determination, yeah, let's add this project and add that project, and I'm looking at a project that started back in 2000 that hasn't been delivered. Is that really a priority project for this region? Tex.Dot engineer Pete Alvarez spoke to the RGV MPO recently. We're looking at 2022 in amounts of about $289 million over a 10-year period. $289 million have X amount of buying power. Today, we're experiencing high cost of construction, inflation, and other issues that have come up. On average, over the last three or four months, we have seen anywhere between a 30 to a 50% increase when it comes to the estimates when we actually go to list. <clears throat> Do we expect that to remain for a 10 year period? Probably not. It goes in cycles, as they say. But just for the purpose of discussion, let's say that number were to be 10%, maybe 15% uh, in, in the very near future. Well, you take $289 million, multiply it times 10%, $30 million muscle metals, right? Or 15%, you add a little bit more, that eats up any funding that may become available in 2023. <clears throat> we're, we're looking at a proposed $328 million. That's about $40 million more. But those $40 million are going to be eaten up through inflation with construction costs. Okay. And looking at the numbers, if you look at two previous pages, uh, I'm looking at Elk County, about $198 million. Cameron County, $23 million. I believe I saw about $7 or $8 million for the city of Mission, and I did not tally up the count. But in general, it's about $250 million more above and beyond the $289 million that we have already identified. Folks, we don't have this money. We're going to get a slight increase. $40 million to me is a slight increase when you look at the needs for this region. But the $40 million is going to be eaten up just like that. So I'm looking at this. <clears throat> I'm a little concerned because everybody has their projects. They're all important to your communities. They're all important to all of us. Whether you live in that city or not, or in that county or not, it's our region. We need to step up to the front. Moving forward, I challenge each and every one of us in this policy board to be thinking priorities. Because when I look at this, and I see Elk County, just as an example, almost $100 million, each precinct has their priorities, and that's really, really important. But what is Elk County's priority? That's a discussion I would imagine county judge and the commissioner would have to have. Same thing for Cameron County. Same thing for McAllen and Mission and anybody else who requests projects. The challenge that we're going to have is we have projects that have been in the UTP for 10 years or so. We have projects that were identified back in 2000 that are still being worked on today. 
they have not been. So people have asked, well, how do we get more money from textile? Right? How do we get more money from textile? We gotta deliver these projects, folks. Enough. We gotta do our part, and that includes textile. We take full responsibility and accountability for the things that we are responsible for. But if we're gonna sit here as a policy board and make a determination, yeah, let's add this project and add that project, and I'm looking at a project that started back in 2000 that hasn't been delivered. Is that really a priority project for this region? Right? we got to be asking that question. Now, we've had delivered some really good projects. Thank you. Because those are projects that are being showcased by the Park District to Texas Administration. Look at what we have done. But projects that started 20 years ago that haven't been delivered for X amount of reasons whether it's environmental, right-of-way, utilities, whatever. We have tremendous challenges. And I get it. The small communities in our region cannot afford to do a project on their own. That's why they go to the county, Hidalgo, Cameron, Stark County, uh, here in the near future, working towards getting projects shovel-ready. Because they do not have the resources, financial resources, if you will, to make that happen. But we have to have a commitment by each and every local government that is proposing a project. You're going to have skin in the game. How do you get skin in the game? Well, sometimes people say, well, we don't have the money. I don't know about you, but I didn't pay for my house in cash. I got a mortgage, and I'm paying on it today. The point being, TxDOT, we have the SIDLO, State Infrastructure Bank, low interest loan that can help communities that may not have the resources. Are we taking full advantage of that? Some of you have in the past. Thank you. Kudos to you. Many have not. But if you're here saying we need more money, we need more money, we need more money, it's not going to happen. How has TxDOT helped in the past? Talk about an 80 20 split. 80 20. 80% federal, 20% local. Well, guess what, folks? Of the 20% local, TxDOT usually pays about 18%. 2% is the local government. Truly. And those are state funds, I remind you. Even though Category 7 is federal, we are contributing at the state level 18% on average for these projects. So we do have skin in the game, even though they may be off-system projects. Let that sink in. We're contributing on off-system projects through the EDC program to the tune of 18% of the projects. So as we move forward, we need to ask ourselves, how are we going to prioritize? Are these projects good projects for the region? Have they moved? Where are the checks and balances? Who's keeping tally of the progress of these jobs? If they haven't moved in 20 years, they haven't been delivered, well, uh, we've got a problem, folks. So I ask you to be thinking that way. Mayors, commissioners, county judges, go back and look at your records. Look at your records, what has been done. For those projects that are still ongoing, have they been delivered? How far along are they? Are they 10% or are they 80-90%. From my perspective, and this is just Pete Alvarez, I can't, I'm not speaking for text up here, but from my perspective, if we've invested and the project is 90% complete, by God, we better deliver that project. We've invested a lot of money. But if the project is 10 or 20% complete, sometimes it's time to cut the losses and move on. Those projects are taking up too much allocation of other projects that may be considered a higher priority. So we'll talk about the scoring system in a little bit. My challenge to each and every one of us, including myself, is identify what truly are the high priority projects, 
let's rank those projects and then make a determination. The lower priority projects or the projects that have been stale for 15, 20 years, they need to be shipped out and bring in the projects that are truly needed in this region. Thank you for the opportunity. Rear Grande Guardian editor Steve Taylor spoke to Edinburgh Mayor Ramiro Garza about the fact that the city of Edinburgh has submitted no projects so far for the RGV MPO plan. I think there is some funding that I was made aware of that's been made available for the region as part of the MPO for the next 10 years. And as I understand it, the way it works is this funding to be made available and the board has to prioritize projects. It's unfortunate that Edinburgh does not have projects included on this 10-year plan. And, and so I asked... the fastest growing city in the valley. Correct. And so I... I I was here today to advocate to make sure that uh, the policy board keeps in mind Edinburgh continues to grow and that we're going to come before them with projects for their consideration. Well, we're not going to ask for 100% participate. We're going to also participate with uh, the share that we need to, but also partner with Precinct 4, with the county or neighboring cities, with City of McAllen, City of Far, anybody we need to partner to improve mobility in our city. That's the bottom line. Did you think you got a, a good reception? Sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I think point? so. I mean, I, I think everybody, like I said, is here to help the region. That's what this is for. And I wanted to make sure I stated that to ensure that they keep that in mind as we make decisions moving forward on projects that require funding. Do you want to say why Edinburgh hasn't got anything in there over I, all I, these years? I, I can't speak for that, obviously. I'm just, this is, my, I think, my second meeting, you know, and I'm going to be very active. I'm going to be seeking all funding available. Uh, this is in transportation. Uh, the reality is the city is growing, and you know, we don't have all the resources to address all our needs. And so it's so, not the case that you never really needed anything. You correct. were fine. Correct. You were fine with uh, all the all the highways you needed. Well, no, I, that, I, that's I, why you didn't apply no, for anything. No. Well, no, I think this is before, uh, unfortunately, my time, yeah, and now yeah. I'm here, and I'm not here to just you know take a seat at the table. I'm here to advocate for funding, and the reality is, Edinburgh is the fifth fastest growing city in the whole state of Texas of 100,000 or more, and the 12th in the nation, and. There is over close to 70 subdivisions, you know, being developed in our city. So the traffic has just increased and it continues to increase. And our budget uh, that our city residents, you know, pay taxes for is uh, can only go so far. We need, obviously, assistance from fun other funding like uh, the MPO. And so and, you've uh, definitely got some highway projects yes, that you would like these. We've already started working on that. We've been, And so that's why I asked the policy board to keep that in mind because what was looked at today was from prior year of a, of a tenure plan. So I want to make sure they uh, keep that in mind as we're going to be coming before them with those projects. You've been listening to one of the highlights of a recent RGV MPO meeting. A full video of the most recent meeting is available on the MPO Facebook page. I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service.